0: Welcome to the CSRG Podcast. My name is Keanu.
1: And my name is Chris. And today we're going to talk about shooting accessories. Mostly about bags, belts, and holsters. And maybe some other things like eyes and ears. But we'll get there. So the first thing we want to talk about is bags.
0: Yeah, uh, so I use a GPS handgunner. That's what I've used for a while. I used an old Swiss-made backpack from high school uh when i first started so what three years ago like a backpack backpack yeah oh i I used until the uh the straps broke oh didn't take very long it took less than a season i can imagine especially if you're lugging all your ammo around and stuff yeah it was mostly the ammo since it was you know 15 pounds of ammo or so
1: well yeah well i mean i was using a coach shoulder bag for a while wow Um... look at you bringing (laughs) you would yo like you would outlet malls man you can get some of that stuff for mad cheap um, but, yeah, I was using a shoulder bag for a little bit. Now,
0: as I understand it now, your wife won't let you own anything, Coach, right? No,
1: so I had to stop using it, so that's, that's why I don't use it anymore.
0: So did you have to sacrificially burn it?
1: <laughs> I didn't have to burn it. I'm trying to trying to pawn it off on people, but it's nobody wants Coach stuff anymore, so it's the way yeah, it is.
0: I'll take it if you take me out on a date. Oh, yeah? Nice.
1: <laughs> nice, nice. See, this is why my wife doesn't like us hanging out together. <laughs> Either way, yeah, so... I use a GPS as well. Um, but I used, I, before I got the GPS, I moved to a shoulder bag. I think I was using a midway shoulder range bag, you know, someone with like, uh
0: uh-uh, uh, uh uh, uh uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, I've, I've used those for like not USPSA <laughs> and they're just, I'm too lazy to put the amount of effort into carrying one of those. Yeah, dude, it sucks. So I used to carry both pistols
1: in it, um, all my ammo targets and all the stuff that I needed and lugging that thing through like even a five or six stage match, dude, it was awful. Um, so I, I, have sworn off shoulder bags for match bags. Now I will not use them.
0: Yeah. I I wouldn't ever use one. So yeah, I don't blame you. Um, I know for a fact you are might you like, you might be a lazier person than I am
1: (laughs) in certain aspects. I mean, some (laughs) of the things you do is pretty lazy. It's kind of amazing. Um, but, yeah, so before that, though, I actually got the jumbo-sized double alpha bag, and that was also a mistake for me. Um, the well, it's bag... about the
0: size of your torso. Yeah, well, yeah. And or was... my torso. It, it was big. It, it was like double the size of, almost double the size of the GPS.
1: Yeah, it was, it was a very large bag. It stuck out a lot, and so I would be hitting every – like if I tried to leave the home, I'd be hitting the door on the way out, trying to close the door just because it was so large. Um, again, the, the probably the nicest thing about it, though, is that it was huge. I could fit everything that I needed to in it. But because it was so big, it was just cumbersome to carry on through a match.
0: Yeah, um, I remember trying to jam it in my car. Yeah, I think it was after that you were like, "I'm gonna buy the, uh, I'm to buy the GPS."
1: Yeah, so can't, I need a smaller bag. Can I had the GPS first, um, but right now I think what's what what would you consider the size of the bag that we have? I mean, medium. It's a
0: little bit bigger than like a large school backpack. Uh huh.
1: But it's it's pretty much compartmentalized. It's where... very
0: well, yeah. It's it's really well designed with the pockets and everything. Yeah. Um. So you and I both fit two guns in there. Um, well, these days I've been putting three in there. Yeah. So I'm
1: able to fit, you know, the, the Shadow pistol case plus both my open guns in the gun compartment. But I did pull the foam out. I don't use the foam. Yeah, I've fit they... three.
0: I've fit three or four guns in there before. Yeah, it comes with a foam, like, shelf. Like, it's pointless. Put it in your safe. Yeah,
1: and it, actually that's what I use it for, and it's really nice just to put, you know, the four pistols that I own. Yeah. Um, you know, to slide them in pretty much easily, and, you know, it protects them in a way as well. Um, I will say though the one thing that I don't like about the GPS bag is that I don't think the main compartment is designed as well as the Double Alpha. Uh, the Double Alpha has a couple more pockets for things like your pasters, and they build in the mag pouch holders. You know how in the GPS they're in the side pockets? Yeah. They're in the main compartment for the Double well, Alpha. Well, the Double
0: Alpha just has one giant main compartment running down the entire middle, right?
1: Um. Well, it kind mostly? of mostly. Most it, it's most of it. So I know with the GPS it's not as deep. Um, but I have trouble fitting the one, my 170 mags and even my 155 mags in the side pockets where they're supposed to go with a mag holder. So I actually have to use the one of the other accessory. Oh, compartments dude, I for can
0: it. I can barely fit my 140s in the side pouches. Yeah. So I have six 140s on one side, and then I have six. Um, SPo one eighteen round mags for my Acu Shadow, But it'll zip the up, side. right? It'll zip up, kind of, like, kind of. Yeah, so
1: like, I can't zip them up at all with the 155s. Um, well, no, I think the 155s I got to work. Um, and the 170s, I think I was able to jam them in there if I wasn't actually using the... Well,
0: I'll just the throw them in the main pocket.
1: It. So, yeah, so what I started doing is I just used one of the, you know, the side pocket next to the mag pouch. That's what I started using. Um, but I think, you know, at the size, the... Uh, the GPS is a good choice. The double alpha is a good choice. I think they're you know they're both carry on legal. So if you're traveling, uh, very easy to do so with them, um, and I think they, they cost about the same as well. They're in like the hundred dollar range. Yeah, um, the
0: GPS is about hundred bucks. Double alpha is like what one one thirty one forty. But you can find them you, like you know you can find them on sale. Um, yeah, and like local shooters will usually be going through stuff. Where yeah. They'll have them on Enos or something like that.
1: Yeah, especially when the local shooters, when they start shooting majors while they travel, they figure out what works and what doesn't. So yeah. you'll see gear turn out. Um, yeah. And so, again, what we've, at least what I found is, you know, even for local matches, but even when traveling where you don't get to bring your cart, uh, backpack is far superior to a shoulder bag uh, mm-hmm. when you're walking for a full day and lugging your gear. Well, around.
0: speak for yourself. My cart goes literally everywhere with me. Well, that's
1: well. At least this year, even for Florida, you guys drove down, right? So you. Oh, so, I had my cart. So somebody brought the cart, but if you had to fly, I don't think you'd carry your cart with you, right?
0: Yeah, I think if, no. Well, if I was shooting a major, so for nationals, I think I'm planning to bring. I'm gonna bring my carry-on bag, which is gonna be my backpack, yeah, like my laptop bag. I'm gonna empty it out to go to the range, and I'm just gonna carry enough gear for uh, for the day. So that's gonna have my gun ammo. Mags, Eye protection, ear protection, all that stuff. Mag brush. And I think that should be good. The only issue is, you know, shooting locally here, since we have all this stuff we just bring everywhere. Yeah. It's just a lot of excess it's, that you can get rid of. That's like, true. Like, you don't need it, right? So yeah. So, you know, I have a few spare parts, which I'm going to bring with me, obviously. Um, but, you know, like, all the stuff, like... Um, I think I have a bag of nuts in my range bag that I haven't, like, eaten yet. Gross. I'm Better not sure about date. that. And I have like a stapler. I have all this range equipment for okay, set, for uh-huh. setting up practice and all that stuff. And like I got pastries in my bag. I don't need any of that. So yeah. I could reasonably fit everything I need for a major match inside a, you know, like a laptop bag.
1: Like gotcha. a, uh-huh.
0: a, a laptop backpack. Yeah. Um, which is actually pretty
1: nice. But, you know, I'm planning if I do, you know, I'm traveling for area, you know, we're going to Buckeye Blast. Um, yeah, but, but we'll, we'll know, have a cart then, we'll so cart it's not though. a big yeah. deal. Um, but I'm flying to Texas the week after. Uh, to shoot area four and I'm I very much plan on just carrying the GPS because that's probably gonna I'm gonna have a bottle you know, a couple of bottle of waters in there. Um plus all my range gear, so that's gonna work out pretty well for me. Um I do wanna touch on one other bag though. It's the, the GPS Tactical Quad plus two pistol case. I think that's the right model, but that's the thing that's the case that Adam uses to ship out his guns uh from Atlas and I
0: absolutely hate that thing. <laughs> yeah, so it's I think Chris and I both agree it's too big to fit in the range bag. It's too small to carry everything you need. So it's kind of like a weird medium. So I use it for when, like, I literally just use it for when I carry my eight eight inch, twenty two revolver and my Desert Eagle. Yeah. Um, because that's just what fits in the case. But I'm um, like, you can fit a good amount of stuff in there.
1: Yeah, you can. I feel like if you're just going, like, if you're literally just going to
0: the range, just to play around, right? It's, it's, it's enough. But if you're gonna have like. A whole bag of stuff Yeah I don't think it's adequate Yeah, because again It's
1: too big for a pistol case And it's too small for a range bag So it it lives in this weird medium Of not knowing what its identity is
0: And it's a handbag too Like there's no straps or
1: anything So you have to carry it and so usually you'd stuff it in a backpack, but it's so big it doesn't fit in the
0: backpack. That so. was the issue, yeah. I tried to put it in my GPS yeah. and it didn't fit. Um, so I think both you and I, we just use pistol sleeves. Yeah, I use
1: I, I use a Shooter's Connection one. Yeah, I have a Shooter's Connection and a CED. I think yeah. I have two CED, something like that. Uh-huh. And I think I use the XL case because open
0: guns and compensators and stuff. Yeah, but. I just buy whatever's on Pro Shop. Yeah. And, and they're like 15 bucks and they work. Yeah, probably the better way to do it. For uh, sure, for sure. I don't even like like the stock pistol cases, you throw them in the garbage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um going to belts though.
1: Uh so you know, I think Ken has gone through way more belts than I have. I just bought the double alpha premium right off the bat and that's what I've been using so so far so.
0: Yeah, so I started with a Black Scorpion belt and this all started so I have I have all this equipment because um it was on Amazon and they didn't have a double (laughs) alpha premium on Amazon I had Amazon points to spend so I got my first rig like I got my ghost pouches I got my um and I got my GPS handgun and a blade tech holster and everything for I think I paid a total of 20 bucks nice yeah that's a lot of Amazon points yeah don't look at my credit card statement (laughs) (laughs) um so the black scorpion was good I liked it I'm I'm going back to it I still have it I'm going back to it for production um I didn't see anything wrong with it, but I only moved to the um, to the double alpha premium because it was on sale. So I think eBay was running like a 20% off on everything you buy off eBay. So I was just yeah, I was uh, like, what the hell? So you know, I I bought one and I like it more, but it's honestly like maybe 10% better, and that's all just in stiffness and thickness. Um, but if I had to do it again, I'd probably still buy the premium. Yeah. Um But if you have a Black Scorpion, nothing wrong with it. I really like it. Um it's good. I think it's like 30 bucks on Amazon or something like that. Yeah,
1: and like I know I've I've been following some of their stuff. They're they're releasing a lot of cool stuff now though. I think they just released a premium belt as well. That's... Yeah, and
0: they have like a race holster too and everything. They have a bunch of stuff. Um I I used their mag pouches at first actually and uh-huh. I returned them pretty quickly. Gotcha. I didn't like them. It was like the kind that's of like it's kind of like the clamshell it's oh, okay. you know, it's it's two sides that, mm-hmm. that that are like bolted together gotcha I didn't really like them but you know some people use them and they're fine not to yeah. knock on them they just weren't yeah. for me so
1: but like the belt themselves I mean the belt stiffness themselves was good enough. stiffness
0: is good enough to carry three three uh 140 millimeter mags full of 40.
1: Okay, so you're shooting oh that's right, you started
0: shooting limited
1: Yeah. From the start. Yeah, yeah, I've been
0: shooting limited since the beginning. So yeah. um, you are shooting a Glock
1: back then, right? Glock thirty five or something or seventeen. I, I,
0: I had it up to um up, up to my first twenty eleven. Okay. Yeah.
1: So then stiff enough is what it yeah comes down to.
0: Yeah. Um I also have a blade tech. Don't buy a blade tech. Are they bad? They cost more than the black scorpion and honestly, it is probably like my my Hanks Amish belt that I wear every single day that's leather is stiffer. Dude, that's so bad. It's it's flimsy, um they're durable I guess, but I kind of just use that as loner gear. So like uh-huh. I have like I have two double pouches that are attached to it. Oh nice. And I just leave it and if people want to bring a hole so they just clip it onto the onto the belt. Uh huh. I don't just don't. Yeah, good to know. I, I really can't say good things about it <laughs> other than the fact that I paid my friend like dirt for it because he thought it was garbage too yeah and, and i brought more n- new shooters to the range than he did so gotcha
1: um yeah then so you know i had a i had a situation uh at a match this month where my belt got caught on a wall and so you know talking about belt keepers really fast so i know Keanu doesn't use one out of laziness, laziness. yeah um and i used to not use them either but uh I actually started when I was again I was shooting carry optics with the the double alpha premium, and you know with the carry optics rig you could wrap the belt from the from the back, you know you see most open shooters where essentially the belt will meet the belt on their backside, but you know shooting production or carry optics they you know meet at the front. Um, I started using the Aridondos, and they're the plastic clips that pretty much stand your belt, and once you you know you velcro your belt and you just slide it on and it keeps the belt in place. Yeah, how much do those cost? They're like 10 bucks, 10 15 bucks on Shooter's Ooh, Connection. Oh, that's
0: expensive. Maybe I'll buy one.
1: Yeah, it's not bad. Um, but they are kind of a pain to use if, you know, you're using the limited setup or the oh, open setup words uh, on backwards. the back. Yeah. Um so what I ended up doing is, you know, if you're an NOS member, I think you get a discount on Shooter's Connection for some on of some their some products, yeah. some of their OEM stuff. And I think I I remember getting like five belt keepers from Shooter's Connection, the Shooter's Connection branded one for like sub five dollars per and you know there it's something that you end up loaning and people forget to give you give back or you know you end up just losing them on the range i lost one you know a little while ago um but i definitely think it's worth doing especially if you are shooting them you know higher level matches just because yeah. it's it's worth the security of having your
0: belt not go flying off and losing your mags and stuff i think i keep the i think i still have my double alpha one yeah. in my Range bag, I just never use it. Gotcha. I just loan it to people when they need it.
1: Yeah. It's because it's kind of a pain. Like, when it comes down to it, I mean, you've got to loop it through your belt after you've cinched everything down as tight as you can.
0: Yeah. Speaking um, of which, you're talking about the belt position and how you have it set up and how yeah, you run yeah. it backwards. you want to talk about that real quick? Because I know for production, both you and I run it not backwards. So we, we run it forward. Yeah. Right, like the way it's supposed to be and then you you and I both run it backwards. And I think shooting open and limited. I think
1: the main the main reason for that is the allowable mag pouch position on your belt for the divisions. Yeah. Um, like if, if you look at where my mag pouch, like my you know, my number one pouch is, it's pretty much right under my belly button. Yeah, same. And there'd be no way that you can get the belt to actually close if that's you know, if you're you know, I guess looping it from the back to the front. Yep. Um, and so that's the main reason why you'll see people in those divisions running it front to back. But with the hip position requirements for the mag pouches in production, it makes sense. It's a lot easier to manage if it's going from back to front, like you would kind of loop a regular belt.
0: Yeah. So, I think my Black Scorpion, like, so so the issue is um, a lot of people get longer belts. Like, you're supposed to get a longer belt, and you're yeah. supposed to, so it closes mm-hmm. properly, you get a full Velcro cinch. Um, my Black Scorpion's a little short. I'm going to see if it'll fit backwards. Um, yeah. Just uh, just to see because I'm used to it. I and honestly, it feels really weird for me to put a belt on forward yeah. now <laughs> with uh, with a double layer. Um. So I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can get it to work with the double alpha pouches and everything, because um. They they do have smaller mounting points than a few other than a lot of other um, holster manufacturers yeah. or mag patch manufacturers. So I'm gonna try it. Hopefully it works if it works good if it doesn't work well that sucks I have to be, I have to be like a normal production shooter. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but you know You bring up a good point about the sizing of the belt So my open belt's actually a little small and when I first got it I was a little chunkier than I am now. I probably had about an inch of velcro that was holding the belt together
0: Oh jeez, um, I'm dude. looking at
1: like two or three now, which is a lot better, but you know again size the belts properly because you know the, the worst thing that can happen is losing your belt in the middle of a stage and you know, at unload and show clear, like where's my belt? Or before
0: that, you know, you might lose your mags in that fiasco. So yeah, and double alpha is to size to your actual like belt size. Uh huh. That's a lie. I don't like that. Um. I wear thirty four, pants, and I and or, or you know I have a thirty four waist, so I got a thirty four belt, and I think I only have like four or five inches of of clothes, on the velcro. Well, that's that's not terrible. It's not terrible, yeah. but I think. Um, next time I get another belt, I'm gonna get a 38. Gotcha. It'll 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 clasp all the way with a velcro. So I I think that's it's better, it's more secure. hmm Um, and and really, it, you're not really at a big detriment as long as you still give yourself some space with the belt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's just something I'm gonna look at in the future because it feels a little weird. I know I don't run a keeper so yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i think um, i'm worried sometimes yeah, and i think the rules
1: technically you don't need a keeper as long as you have
0: as long as the belt's secure like mounted securely it doesn't matter
1: i think they have a like, they have a specific belt loop requirement um but then i, I, I don't, i'm not going to dive into it too much but technically you don't have to use a keeper if you're running a you know a classic rig where you've got inner velcro in your belt loops and an outer You don't belt. need
0: to run a keeper, period. I don't think there's anything in the rules about running a keeper. There, it's an There's obs- something about belt loops, about how securely the belt mounts.
1: There's some obscure rule about if, like, technically you don't need belt loops to shoot USPSA. No, but
0: you, I think USPSA requires you to have belt loops or some form of secure mounting to your pants. And so, again, the,
1: the keeper skirts around one of them, which is the only reason why they exist. But I...
0: You know, it'll take us a while to go through it. It's just not just because when I gain 40 pounds in the future, <laughs> my butt will stay on my pants. Possibly, dude. Who knows, man? All um, right, well, so, anyway.
1: Yeah, and then, you know, we, we were talking about mag pouches before. Um, my only experience is the using the Ghost 360s and the Race Masters for open.
0: Yeah. I think I have a little bit more experience with you there, too. Um, I have the... What is it? I I started with the with the Black Scorpion. I used this for two weeks, I think. Yeah. Returned them. I didn't really like them. Um, they were fine for the most part. I they just couldn't. I like shooting bullets out, not mm-hmm. bullets forward. The Black Scorpions were bullets forward only. That was really the biggest selling for um for me. So then I bought the Ghost three sixties after that. Um, they're like twenty five bucks. Yeah. Bad. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, is- they're 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 substantially cheaper. You know, in, in quantity than the double alpha racers.
1: Yeah, one thing that I really like about the Ghosts though is that it comes with the pouch. For, for shooting bullets out. Yeah, yeah for exactly. bullets out. You don't have to drill anything, you just replace the hardware. Yeah. Um, but I think the racers, you have to drill the pouch, right? If you wanna
0: run bullets out, yep, I still haven't done that yet on my new pouches.
1: Yeah, and when I started, I was like, I, I don't know how to do anything. I have very few tools. You, st- and you
0: still don't know how to do anything. Well,
1: I make it work now, maybe not <laughs> the prettiest way. But that was the main selling point for me for the ghosts was it was simple. I could run bullets out right out the, right out the gate.
0: Um, and you have a nice color choice. You, yeah, you choose like a, out of a dozen colors. Pikachu yellow. It's a good one. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's something. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I use the ghosts and they're nice because well they're easy to adjust. You, know, you just use leaf springs and spacer and plastic spacer screws and they're pretty good. Yeah. Um, the, my biggest gripe with them was the mounting size and I had the older ones I know they've gotten smaller they, they've gotten to around the size of the mag pouch themselves so you can hold oh um, I, I've got the old ones too yeah, yeah. And, and you probably have what a quarter inch on each side of the mag pouch and mounting space Some, something like, like that like you know between pouches yeah so that's, that's something to consider I like my mag pouches to be a little closer together for production you know if you're shooting limited or open it doesn't really matter
1: because you're running like three and they can't get anyway exactly so. yeah but so. I, I will say, though, with the racers you have set up on your production mode right now, they're they're actually spaced pretty far apart. Like, you're not maximizing the amount of mags you can put on your belt with the racers.
0: No. Well, if I grab, like, a magazine with them fully closed together, I don't think I could gr- get, like, get a proper grasp on it. Gotcha. So they're huh? spaced enough so I can get my fingers in between them. Yeah, so food for thought. I mean, you know, the yeah.
1: the spacing is larger, but, you know, it's that'll work for some people and it'll be cheaper
0: yeah play with it depending on your size um like you know your arm length your flexibility your hand size yeah so like that that's something to consider too so it's not just because if you have a small pouch or a small mounting point just put everything together no you know you have to try it, you have to make sure it works for you yeah So like i have mine pretty far spaced far apart and i don't even have to like bend awkwardly to get the last pouch for me because i have or the last mag for me because I have a little bit longer arms. But I know if Chris probably used my belt, he'd probably have to twist his body a little bit to get it. Yeah,
1: and so actually what I used to do is my last mag pouch in production, I would actually be running bullets forward.
0: Yeah, um, I've seen a lot of people do that. Yeah,
1: because pretty much what it comes down to, it's like the mechanics of the elbow. Like if, you've, if you're your shoulder, to, yeah. if you trying to grab a bullets out you know, magazine that's way towards your back, it's a little harder than if it's bullets forward. So it's just you know, one of those things that I used to do.
0: Yeah, um, and then after the ghosts, I use the uh, double alpha double alpha racers. Mm-hmm. So you, those are the ones you don't run, right? So no, they're they're the, they're the cheapest double alpha mag pouches. The plastic you can get. Ones. Yeah, yeah, they're the, uh-huh. all plastic, and they're good, but they're not like. So for shooting bullets out, it was clearly an afterthought. Yeah. They thought, oh, we'll just put drill this hole here and make it work. Um, but then you have to drill a hole in the front for the retention screw on the mounting point. Um, and you have to drill it, like, half an inch up with, like, a one-eighth inch bit. Yeah. but, but it, I... it's it's not hard. It's just annoying.
1: Yeah, but I, I, I it's funny that you bring up that it's an afterthought, though. Because I, I remember when I was first starting, back in, like, 2014 or something, uh, when I first was getting into shooting single stack, the people were still arguing about, you know, oh, bullets forward is better than bullets out and bullets out was brand new to the scene around then it was just starting to get popular um, so it's just interesting
0: interesting little. bullets tidbit. out still isn't as popular as bullets forward I don't think
1: Yeah, you, you still see a lot more bullets forward and I think again it's just because the gears you know more catered I think the, to it the
0: gear has been more conducive to it so like a lot of the yeah like a lot of the people from the past like yep. you know like the older CR speed's been around for a while they've been making them and they only make them in bullets mm-hmm. out or bullets forward um Ghosts and double alphas both come standard set up for bullets for. Yeah. So, I, I like I think the manufacturers intention like or maybe not intentionally, but you know because of how the majority of people run them, you know it's it's like a domino effect. It keeps yeah. on going and going. And it's but,
1: you know they cater to the common denominator versus it, it's the, whatever. Yes. It's,
0: it's not a big deal. Um, and then now the double alphas were good. They were they were really good. Um, The only issue I had was um, the teeth, the locking teeth from the uh, mag pouch to the mount. They will loosen up, and I have tried blue Loctite. Um, I didn't try red because I'd still, in case I wanted to remove it, broke. Yeah, I've Um, got bad luck with red Loctite. I I can't heat up plastic hotter than red Loctite, so (laughs) um, I tried blue. It doesn't work. I like I'll break it just by hitting a mag pouch enough. Oh. Gotcha. So just something to keep in mind, I always keep the double alpha, the, the double alpha, um, screw set with my bag, and then I just tighten them every now and then.
1: Yeah, but I mean, um, I, I keep the the screw set with my uh, my race masters. It's just the prudent. ones. Yeah, yeah. especially because the way that they're shaped, like the ones that come with the race masters and the Alpha Xs that you're using now, the the Allen keys that they come with are just really nice. Like they're they're very they're good, long. Yeah. Um the way that they have the, all the uh like the inserts or the heads of the wrenches around it, like it's just they're just a nice set of Allen yeah. keys to carry
0: around. Speaking of which, I have used the I have used the Alpha X for almost a year now. Um the the new Alpha X pouch that came out last late spring or summer. Yeah. And I've been a huge fan of them. I think they've been fantastic pouches. They're very adjustable. Um they don't wobble at all like the razors do. And dude, they're slick like the mags come out like dude, they, butter. Well, they come out nicely because of the plastic liner. Yeah, which um mine
1: actually, don't have.
0: Yeah, which um, your Race Masters don't have, so you can talk about that.
1: Yeah. Um honestly like I would I would love to upgrade to the Alpha X. It's just the the Race Masters are working for me. I'm running them bullets forward and it's just a lot of money to get into the
0: Alpha X's. Um, yeah, so, so, so the price difference is... it's not that big though. It's only 10 bucks a pouch I think.
1: Um, but then I'd have to sell my stuff and all so it it's like a... you know, it's more dry fire, it's you know, it's trying to sell the stuff and then buying them and then setting them up again, getting used to yeah. bullets out. Um, but I would say, you know, if I didn't have anything right now, hands down I'd go Alpha X from the start.
0: Yeah, and honestly it's gonna sound ridiculous, but if I ever shoot like if money were no object for me shooting production, I would have bought the Alpha X's too. They're just easier to set up. Um since they use a ball joint, they don't use any of that like uh, like the ratchet locking teeth yeah. crap, um, I don't I don't like those. Um, the, the Alpha Xs are just a lot more conducive to being set up how you want it to, and they're a lot more flexible. Yeah, and you can cant them in and out and you know side and sideways too. Uh-huh. So they're they're very they're very very flexible, and I've, I've been a big fan of them.
1: Nice, yeah. And then but then you know talking about um, what's what was I trying to say? You know talking about what works and what hasn't, and you know staying with things that you're familiar with. I mean, you're shooting Kydex holsters right now, which is... I guess it's not odd and limited, but, you know, you, a lot of people no, want to yeah. go to the race, you know... A lot of people still, still use right. I
0: I think, from the national survey, I think a lot of people are still using the, uh, like, a Kydex or fully shrouded holsters. Oh, interesting. And, uh, you know, gun buckets. Yeah, gun buckets. Nice. Yeah.
1: And Kane has got some sweet ones. He's got a Chick-fil-A holster, which is I have, absolute cash money. I have money. two Chick-fil-A holsters, yeah. actually.
0: <laughs> um... And I have one for my carry gun as well. Uh-huh. And I have a, uh, uh, solo jazz holster coming from my Shadows. Nice. So <laughs> um... And then
1: you're using the Springer or the Red Hill Tactical or the Springer? The Springer Redhill
0: or... Drop, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it's been good. I mean, I get really... I don't have any, anything bad to say about it.
1: Yeah, but compared to the Boss holster, you know, you were setting up my holster that, that hectic weekend.
0: Dude, that thing sucked to set up. Like, yeah? the the Springer has a lot less screws going on, um... I think it's slightly less adjustable uh-huh. than the um you you can't cant it as much the as, springer one you can't yeah okay, as, uh-huh. as the boss, but that's to the advantage of how easily it sets up, there yeah were like half the amount of screws just setting it up gotcha uh-huh. um the boss was just. It was a pain, because it's a two-piece holster, and it's two really big pieces, and you have the spacers, and yeah. everything is... Eh. Yeah. You <laughs> get more tools, more work, um, yeah. and I remember... Shooting it, though, like, I can't tell the difference, because yeah. I'm using a boss on the rig on Bar right now for production, uh-huh. and it's fine. Yeah,
1: and, you know, it just comes down to adjustability and whatnot, and what's available to you as well. Um, yeah. But, I mean, exactly. like... For me, I, you know, shooting open, I have to use race holsters. But I mean, what's other than you know, awesome Chick Fil A gun buckets? What what else is holding you back from going to a, a race holster setup?
0: Um, honestly, at this point, I've been using it for three years, and I already can't draw fast. And I've shot your gun. I can't draw a race holster any faster <laughs> than I can a gun bucket. Um, and I actually think my gun bucket might might be less safe than your race holster because my gun, like if I jump, if I run quickly enough, my gun will fly out of my holster. Yeah. Um, so I started using a hair tie on my gun.
1: Oh, nice on um, my
0: uh, on my holster.
1: Yeah, but you know, you know, for the sport that we play, though, I mean, there's not much running before you draw, no. and you know, this is something that I, you know, when Super Grand Champ was running, one of the things that I that I my biggest takeaway from one one of the videos that he was doing is you draw the gun before you move. Yep. Um, But you'll see a lot of people; they'll be running first into position and then then grabbing the gun. Yeah. Um, And you know, I was a little hesitant using race holsters without having it locked, running around. But then I realized, you know, you should be grabbing the gun before you actually move. So buzzer beeps, you snatch that gun out, and then you start running. Versus running, trying to get a good grip, snatching the gun out. So, yeah. I don't worry about it as much anymore, but it's interesting. Yeah. Um, and,
0: and you use the uh, you use the Alpha X holster, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm
1: using the Alpha X. Um, I know a lot of people have issues with it snagging.
0: Yeah, um, I think it's mostly with a PT grip, I think.
1: Yeah, well, I, I just hear everybody complain about the Alpha X snagging. I haven't had that issue, but you've seen how I camp my gun as well.
0: I've never had an issue drawing your gun either, yeah. but I have shot our friend's gun um, with his Alpha X, and it does hang up a little bit.
1: And, like, but... Uh, the cant that it was running, though, was it similar to
0: mine, or...? It was, like, a slight lean forward. Like, like the muzzle was pointing slightly forward. Gotcha. Um, but, like, something was up with it. I, I, like, I know I've read a lot. Like, people have been complaining a lot recently Uh huh. about the uh, the holsters um, catching on something. Interesting, uh-huh. Yeah, so I, I don't know what it was. I know Double Alpha addressed a little bit ago. Yeah, but, but like they I, switched to the Everglades holster.
1: They did, I, but I see a lot of guys running the Alpha X where essentially the muzzle is touching their leg, like it's canted inwards. Um, and I, I could like just from looking at it and looking at the mechanics of the draw, I can see why it snags if it. If yeah, it's canted but like
0: that. I think the Alpha X like pretty much demands you to draw the gun straight up, though. Kind of, yeah. Like more or less, right? So you can't really draw much of an angle, yeah, just because of how like the mechanism works.
1: But you know, regardless, so I know a lot of people like the CR speed because it's pretty much. Um, it's
0: a pull out instead of pull up. Yeah it really right. doesn't
1: matter which direction it gets pulled um, yeah. but I, I personally don't like the CR speeds because when the gun is not drawn or sorry when the gun when, when you pull the gun out of the holster, you still have this gigantic holster that will you know stick into your leg if you're running around or doing bending in weird positions.
0: And it's a big holster for sure yeah it's, and, a, it's a big holster.
1: And you know for me with uh, the gun in the double alpha, or in the alpha X, um, it, you know my gun will only poke me in weird you know positions while the gun is holstered. But when the gun comes out at the CR speed, you still have the holster, you know, the muzzle, support, it's and everything. A sm-
0: it's a much smaller profile. And same yeah. with the Everglades, but I know, um, I've tried to draw, draw draw out of the Everglades once. It is butter. It's really, really smooth. Yeah. Um, but I think just adjusting the Everglades holster, if you look at it, there are, like, four different adjustment points for yeah. it. So it's a lot more going on, but it's whatever. Like, it's
1: like the Guga Rebus. Um, I had one for about a week, and uh, David was playing around with it. Because um, I actually had all my open gear before my open gun was ready or I had yeah. an open gun. Um, and he played around with it and he said there's just way too many adjustment points to make it work. My
0: friend used a Guga. Um, uh, one of the limited masters here used a uh-huh. Guga for for a little bit, and then when he switched to the metal grip, it started hanging up on him. So he had to switch to the Alpha X. Gotcha. And he's had much better luck with that.
1: Yeah, but I think you know, regard even with the Kydex, regardless of what holster you have, um, and, you know, whatever mechanism it works, it's got to match the mechanics of your body.
0: Yeah. Well, at least how you draw the gun, right? Yeah.
1: Um, and so, actually, for me, I uh, before I started shooting open, a lot of the open shooters that I was watching was actually a lot of the Japanese steel shooters, like uh, the I guess steel challenge shooters. And um, so, I've I've pretty much copied the cant of my gun similar to them to maximize, I guess, the the speed of surrender starts because that's what a lot of the start positions and for steel for yeah. steel challenges. Yeah. But you know, one thing that you'll notice is a lot of the guns are just canted outwards because essentially. It lets you slap
0: down the gun, and the gun comes right up. Uh, yeah, versus... especially the guns with big beaver tails like your twenty elevens. Yeah, um, coming in that is the one thing about the Kydex I don't like. It, I th- I think it makes the um the uh, the wrist above shoulders draw a lot weirder. I could see that, yeah. Because you can't, because because with a cant, at least you can you can kind of modify it so it. You know, when you slap into the gun, it's you can do it from the outside.
1: Yeah, we're talking about like the outward to inward camp, right? Not the front to back.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, I, I don't have that many. It's almost always classifiers where I'm going to draw yeah. from first above shoulders, and frankly, I don't care about classifiers.
1: Yeah, well, you're already master, so that's nice. But you know, with the high hit factor increase, I'm still trying to chase it. But um, at this point, it's like whatever. If I stay A class forever, it's fine.
0: Dude, Dude I'm catching up to you in production when yeah. you're open. I'm already at 77. percent Yeah, well,
1: <laughs> you you've seen me shoot classifiers, man. It's some most of the time it's a it's hit right. or miss. Um, I'm pretty much at hero or zero right now. Like I'll either shoot a good master classifier or I'll drop down to like a 40. So
0: and this guys is how you do not make
1: master. <laughs> It'll I will say it's been it's been getting more consistent, um, my performance good. on classifiers. But um, again, it's. Honestly, that was part of the thing that's led to a lot of the burnout this year is the high factor increase, and so I've just gotta i just gotta let it go.
0: Well, like yeah, like like we said in the last episode or a couple episodes ago, shooting production is, has helped a little bit, mm-hmm. just cause you don't really care, right? Yeah, it's not something that really matters to you.
1: Yeah, um, and but funny enough, you know, talking about production and all the gear that we've been using for limited and open going to production, I will say that it doesn't bother me a bit going back to a regular Kydex holster and you know my ghost pouches no has...
0: honestly the difference between um, like once you're shooting you're going to notice it when you dry fire and you like you know when you're being a little bit more deliberate but once you start shooting like a match or even in practice you almost never notice these things like you'll notice more things like unlike with the mechanics of the gun or you know um, or if you ha- or if you bumble a draw because you know of a slight holster position variance or something like that but otherwise there's or, or you know just the gun being different yeah but Mm -hmm. otherwise there's almost no difference really in the end like i can't even tell a difference honestly shooting from a mag pouch below my belly button to behind the hip from production to limited anymore um it's just a matter of getting used to it but like in the end once you like once you get used to it it's not going to make a difference and especially with the holsters and the mag pouches if you're used to one thing and it's as long as the bullets are facing the same direction you're gonna have a pretty easy time adjusting
1: well i mean for me mine aren't even facing the same direction and yeah you know, exactly
0: well I, i've shot your open rig and i've never had an issue going from bullets forward to bullets out it's just a, it's a little awkward sure yeah and you know but it's not going to affect my stage in any appreciable time
1: yeah and like you might grab the magazine like you're trying to grab bullets out but it's just a quick correction
0: before the mag gets inserted and you know it's yeah it's, it's all work it's, it's not a, it's not a big deal um so having talked about all of the gear that's sitting on our belt, did you want to talk about what's on our faces?
1: Yeah, iPro. pro. Um, big. For me, it's big, especially because I have astigmatisms.
0: Me and too. Uh,
1: that makes shooting a dot awful in a lot of conditions. Um, and so I think for me, you know especially being Asian, um, you know <laughs> well, it's, it's funny, but you know a, a lot of these companies have started releasing Asian fit glasses because a lot of them just will not fit our faces. Um, And, you know, the most important thing for eyes is that they're comfortable and they fit your face because if they're not comfortable, you don't want to wear them. Um, And, you know, it's something that's important because it's going to protect your eyes. You know, I've been pegged by so much steel. Yeah, especially before. ranges
0: that have old crappy steel that are that's really pitted or yeah. plates. Um, and those like, are nasty. I
1: don't play around with it anymore because again, I've I've drawn blood maybe four or five times shooting USPSA, getting pegged that's by it? steel. Yeah, oh, I mean, oh dude, to me that's a lot. <laughs> you're like a virgin. <laughs> but like it it sucks, and so I don't play around with it. But right now I'm using Oakley Hallbrook metals. Um, they've worked out well for me. They've got a slight yellow tint, so it's not too much. Um, but the biggest thing about it for me was that. Um, it's pretty easy to get a prescription with it, and um, through Oakley, I, I'm pretty sure through a lot of the other companies. Like you know, if you decided to go with Rudy or Smiths or were they Pillars, 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 Pillars. Um, you know, talk to your talk to your eye insurance, or your vision insurance, if you need prescriptions, because they'll probably cover it. Um, so I got mine for I think I paid 300 bucks for my sunglasses with a prescription in it, which is pretty hard to beat when it comes to the the shooting world. Um, so that's what I like, you know, as long as it fits. My face—it's comfortable and it's got my prescription in it. I'm, I'm. Well, good to what go. what about your clear glasses? Um. Well, those are. I just wear my prescription glasses for my clear glasses. Okay. Um, because again, if you know, I don't know anybody who makes ballistic rated clear. Um, Rudy prescriptions. Does. Rudy does. Um, but pretty much the only time I'm wearing my my regular prescription glasses are indoor matches yeah and
0: i think rudy and smith both do i think pillow does too i think i don't think oakley does yeah at least might, for um well, no they do but they're not impact rated
1: um all of oakley's prescription lenses are impact rated oh, okay i think um but their their frames are terrible they're pretty ugly for their regular you know optical glasses oh and your wife won't let you have those. she will not no Well, yeah. i myself will not because they, they just look awful um yeah, but yeah, yeah but you know indoor matches there's not any steel not much to worry about and you know prescription glasses they are impact rated to an extent just not like the ANSI 2 or whatever that, Yeah. you know that the Oakleys or Smiths will have
0: yeah and I know the the polycarb glasses like a doc, like they usually give them to kids and as mm-hmm. you get older you don't you stop using them those are supposed to be rated much better than the actual yeah. glass glasses yeah but you're using
1: um, magpoles, right you're just using the regular yeah, so I'm an glasses. operator
0: Um, <laughs> I don't have a beard yet I'm I'm working on it. We'll give it like what, 25 years? Yeah, probably. I'll I'll be dead by the time I have him. Or we'll just turn to beard. a Fu
1: Manchu and we'll start bringing the tactical tactical scene to uh to Asia.
0: Ooh ooh, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, dude. Um, but yeah, I, I wear I wear Magpul uh, the Explorers and I just run them with uh, the polarized ones with the bronze tint. Um. And the uh, I have to say, like I've never shot with bronze tint before. And it it's awesome. Does it make I, the
1: fiber pop more? It
0: or? it helps the contrast of the sights, and on cloudy days or any day where other than sunny, it's much much clearer than a um, than a gray tint. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Um, the gray tint's too dark. I think. I don't think it's very conducive to shooting.
1: Yeah, because you know the gray on tint. Anything
0: but a sunny day. And like
1: gray tint was meant for you know driving or your everyday. Yeah, which is like that's what
0: I have on my on my you know Ray Bans for when I yeah. drive or like I'm going to the park or whatever, walking my dog. But um, I, I have to say, I'm a big fan of the Magpuls. I know a lot of people like to throw shade at Magpul because a lot of Timmy's like them. But these are honestly, like, no joke, these are fantastic glasses. The Explorer glasses. Um, the polarized ones with the bronze tint. And they're not too expensive, right? They're like 100, $120 bucks. Yeah, it's not bad. And they're super light on the face. Um, they're ANSI rated, so they're, they won't shatter when you get hit by a spall or anything, or a ricochet. Um, and then, you know, they're, they're all around really, really good, and I'm a huge fan. Um, they they hit, fit my face perfectly. But I don't have like normal Asian people, <laughs> face, so I don't I don't know.
1: Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the nice thing about Magpul's too is that they're generally available at any of the on- online retailers. For Do they have Cabela's, stuff. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And, so. like, you know, people, you know, there's tricks to get Cabela's gift cards. You know, the Midway runs deals, Brownells runs deals like every yeah. other week. And so, you know, you can get a good deal on them. So, um, definitely nice. And, you know, talk about Tint a little bit. You know, play around with it, see what works for you. Um, I know David has recently been talking to me about one of the tints that he's running. it's like an orange red tint. But yeah. apparently it makes the contrast between the the red dot and the targets just a lot nicer. So you know, I it's,
0: think a yellow a yellow anything from the yellow to red spectrum on a tint is gonna be better than anything you know towards the blue or gray side.
1: Yeah and you know a lot of them a lot of that is actually used for like cycling or aviation just because it'll you know it's it, it works the contrast for them there there's a lot of science behind the tints. And what it's really used for. So, you know, if you have some time, you're bored at work, and you got to procrastinate, you know, give it a look. See, see what tints are out there and what they're really designed for. So, I know what I'm doing tomorrow.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. And then for uh for clear glasses, I just shoot. Five dollar Walmart ANSI rated. Yeah. You, eye protection or like it, know, workshop clear workshop goggles or something. Yeah, I'm not really picky with clear eyes. I only Yeah. Because yeah. um, again,
1: we're mostly shooting them indoors. Yeah, and it's you know, no steel. A well, lot I less. shoot indoors a
0: lot though, but it's just as long as it's clear, I don't care. Yeah. And then when they get bad, I just throw them away. Spend another five bucks for them. Yeah. Doesn't matter. And I'll spend less on that than Oakleys, than clear Oakleys or clear Rudy's for my entire life. So.
1: Yeah, and you know, again, most of our shooting is out. Well, you not for you, I guess, but a lot of it's outdoors and. Yeah. Clear's not the. Yeah. It's not what I'm looking for for most of my shooting, but. Totally yeah, and interested.
0: then um. For ears, foamies, yeah, like foamies and the and the Howard Light, um, Impact Sports. Yeah, That's I've, all I use. I have got
1: the Peltor Elite Five Hundreds or whatever. They're like the hundred fifty dollars ones with Bluetooth. Just because uh, for a little while I was listening to music while I shoot, and <laughs> way way too much sensory input for me. So I stopped. I stopped using the Bluetooth, but I do double up because Open is loud. Yeah,
0: um, I don't double up outside. Um, indoors, I do, do double up no matter what I'm shooting. And also, I'm probably shooting indoors. And with a lot you. of the time, <laughs> Chris is probably shooting with me, and it hurts my ears and my face when he shoots open indoors at my match.
1: Yeah, uh, but you know, I know a lot of people use the custom stuff. But you know, if you if all you're using is you know just in ears, you know, custom's probably a good way to go. Because yeah. taking foamies in and out throughout the day is awful. Yeah. Um, so pretty much, I'll just leave them in all day and just wear, you know,
0: take my or take them off at lunch at a major, right? Yeah, and then yeah. take
1: my over ears off during like in between shooting. Um, but
0: yeah, and then for the foamies, I just go to Walmart, spend seven bucks on like twenty pairs or whatever. Yeah, or you know, go to the Amazon, whole bag. Yeah, get like an industrial they're, size they're bag dirt. for like five bucks. They're dirt cheap and they're they're rated better than a lot of over ears too. They're just not as comfortable. Yeah, and you know, another nice thing about foamies too is you know if you're at a match and they're spectators,
1: some of them forget ear pro. Um, it's just really easy to just be like, hey, yeah. I've got you know. A I keep the whole bag that we bought.
0: Bag. I keep the whole bag that we bought in South Carolina in my range bag. Yeah, so. it's it's just an easy, nice thing to have around. So yeah, for sure. Um, but again, I want to get the pro- molded ones, but I'm I'm too cheap. It's to me. I almost bought them in South Carolina, but I'm too much of a cheapskate to get them. Yeah, and again, since I'm always doubling up for me, it's it just doesn't it's seem
1: worth it to me.
0: Yeah, I will say though. So apparently, for the for the Howard Light Impact Sports. The um, the gel cups are supposed to be money, yeah. Because well, they mold a lot better to the glasses. And the issue is with the, with the Howard lights since it's, uh they're so thin, the padding is so thin, they don't mold very well to the um to to eye protection. Yeah, it'll, it'll, like it'll if you're cause a, a gap or something. Yeah, yeah. it'll yeah. cause a gap, and I actually had that happen. So now I have like mild hearing loss in my left ear from one time. Yeah, um, it's it's another reason why I double up. Um, is because yeah, for you know, sure after that moment I've I haven't um. I've always either worn plugs or I've always doubled up. Yeah, cuz you know, it happened to me actually. I think I was shooting Case in Delaware.
1: Um, I was wearing a hat and the ear pro just wasn't sitting right. Yeah. And so I shot an entire stage with slight gap in my ear pro. Ooh, with an open gun? Yeah, it was Ooh, not fun. Dumb. And after that I was like there's just no way I'm not going to double up from here on out. So for me the the most uh economical way is just foamies. Um foamies stay in all day and then you know my over-ears go on and off throughout the day. So
0: yeah for sure I think we're a little over on time I think again we, we just ramble about stuff so if it
1: sucks to you guys let us know and we'll try to cut it down a little bit but uh, this has been the CSRG podcast thanks for tuning in shoot well we'll see you on the range